This episode of Two Girls, One Pup was brought to you by listeners like you who support independent artists and by people who love puppies. Pups and dogs. Dogs. Male camp. Dogs. Puppies. Ooh. I'd like to start this episode by saying I don't know how I feel about psychics. What does that have to do with dogs? Well, as some of you who came to the Two Girls, One Pup show, remember I had a psychic come in and do readings for the dogs in the audience. People want to know, like, how can you talk to animals? How does that work, right? But it's a soul. Everything is a soul. Every living being is a soul. And when they cross over, souls communicate. So whether or not it's a human or whether or not it's an animal, I can communicate to the soul, or at least hopefully. Do I believe in this kind of thing? I don't know. I certainly grew up learning that psychics and mediums and fortune tellers, etc., etc., they're bad, they're evil. <laughs> but I don't really subscribe to the beliefs that I grew up with, and hey, who knows? Maybe spirits and ghosts and crossovers from the other side are a real thing. So, in the spirit of being open to possibilities, if this were an episode of Friends, today's episode would be called The One Where Comet Gets His Paw Red. It's time for a pupcast. What's going on, my dogs? <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Hey, everyone, I'm your host, Monique Madrid. Obviously, this is Two Girls, One Pup. I'm really excited today to talk to Colby Psychic Rebel. Colby Psychic Rebel is an internationally recognized psychic medium. She's certified as a master spiritual teacher through the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development in Los Angeles. Whew. This year, she was also personally chosen to be a part of the 2015 Emmy Awards gift basket, which really, that's all you need in my books to be legit. Comet and I and our producer, Sammy, we met with her inner studio where she would do a reading of his aura and hopefully tell me all about his past life and that even though he's a dog, he really has nine lives. I want to interview you, but I, I want to... I don't want to say anything until I want you to do comments reading first. I I'll guess. do. Yeah. So that, me, I don't know if you just turn it on. I don't want to demand it. But no, what I'll do is I'll start with comment. And what will happen is you'll just have to validate the information for me. OK. OK. So validate where you can. So when I'm saying something you can resonate with, I want you to say yes and no and elaborate where you can just because you know, especially for the audience they they don't get to see comment. They don't get to be in this right. room with us. So it's important for you to kind of be that person, do that for the audience. Do you like that? He's just kind of walking around or do you like to yeah, look at him or? No, I don't need to <laughs> stare into his eyes. You don't need I'm his good. paw to I do a paw like, Yeah, no, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to look at his lifeline on his paw. I'm good. Um, but what he's giving me, let me just kind of start. Um, there's a few things about him. What he's giving me is that there's a sense of him. A, a huge sense of discovery. For those of you that can't see him, which of course is everybody, Comet is literally sniffing around the room. So, you know, a huge sense of discovery. And there's a huge sense of, it's interesting. I think he can tend to get lost in places <laughs> or tend to get turned around, okay? So I feel like he he needs to be guided a lot. So if you're somewhere, he needs to be guided. Otherwise, I think he gets... 
he gets all excited or gets turned around in this space. Do okay. you understand that? I I think so. Okay. I think so, maybe. Okay. Um, and he's also giving me a sense of knowing that he is there for you. Okay? Mm. So I feel like he came into your life. It's really strange. I don't know if he came into your life almost by accident because he's giving me a feeling of letting me know that he's always been there for you. Oh, okay? He did come in by accident. And so mm -hmm. he's giving me also a feeling of... Um, it's interesting because it's, it, you know... I think at the time you thought the timing was off, but he says it was the perfect time. So it's very weird mm -hmm. how, you know, um, and, and I feel like he was sent to you. I'm going to be completely honest about that. So I feel like, um, you know, although for you, it feels like completely accident and how did this and wow. And I, I ended up so lucky. I actually feel like someone from this spirit world literally sent him to you. Okay. Hmm. So at the time you got him, I'm not sure if there was a grandparent in spirit at the time. I'm feeling like it was someone older who sent him to you. So it almost feels like it was a grandparent who sent him to you. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. All right, I will not interrupt the rest of the reading, but I will say I feel like we got past the small talk. And we're now on to the real date. So, so would, what do your grandparents be in it spirit was, at the uh, time? It wasn't a grandparent. Okay. Uh, but it was my husband's aunt. Okay, was, right? Okay. Yeah, and... and that's literally why we fostered him because she had See? she had just died and he felt really he was sad and was like well maybe we should foster a puppy for yeah. a while so just so you know see and i have chills so just so you know she she literally sent him okay um there's a sense too of knowing that um he, he's he's gonna hold he's gonna hold on he's gonna hold on so i feel like when his health, like, uh, I don't know if he's already, like, it feels like there's been some health things going on or there'll be some health things coming up, but he's like, he's a little fighter. So always mm. know he's got that fighting spirit in him. <sighs> okay. Okay. Good. All right. Um, <laughs> and know that uh, there's also a feeling of, I got to tell you, I, 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 he keeps talking about another uh, pet, another dog. So I feel like, Either the aunt must have had a dog or, or you have a dog in spirit or maybe it's your husband, but it, it, he's connecting me to another dog in spirit already. So hmm. um, do you, can you resonate with a dog or your husband had a dog? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know if your husband had a yeah. dog in spirit? Okay, yeah. Definitely. Because he's just telling it's me that um, that there's he's connected to another dog. Okay. Okay. Um, and then there's a feeling of... something of the stars that's really weird i mean i know his name is comet but there's something of the stars so i just heard the words i mean he's kind of famous he runs a comedy show oh, wow. <laughs> my bad apparently i i didn't know who i was dealing with excuse me for being disrespectful here he's more famous than any of us in this room are so so he's you know among but he's among the stars are bringing I feel like he brings peace and joy to people, okay? And I'm not sure if you've started to take him around to hospitals or something yet, but I feel like he's going to start helping people. Um, oh, wow. On, on um, I don't know what the, the you know, aid pets or yeah, something. Yeah, therapy, but, therapy dogs. Yeah, so I'm not sure if you've already thought about that. Yeah, form. we've talked about it. Okay. That he would be a good therapy yeah, dog. Yeah, because I feel like that is really kind of like his little calling, kind of of mm. what he's supposed to be doing. Okay. Um, that's really weird. I'll just give you this. He's a little, um, 
he's a little womanizer. <laughs> um, that's really strange. Really? But I, I think he's flirty. So it, it could be flirty with women. Like, Are you yeah. sure it's not other gay dogs? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't want to judge. Here. Okay. All I'm, right. It's not <laughs> in my world, it, it's all it's all open. So, but I do feel like he's flirty. Mm-hmm. So I okay. feel like he'll, he'll he'll be very open and flirty when he's out <laughs> and about. Okay. Um, and I'll uh, a really interesting. There's a spot like right back here that he likes for you to touch the back of the neck. Uh, yeah. So right on the back of the neck, but it doesn't feel the center of the neck. It feels like off to the side. So when you hit like right here, so have you tried that or does your husband do that? Cause I feel like he, there's something there. It's, um, it's the little bald spots behind his ears. Okay. And he likes it if you touch them. He likes if I touch him mm-hmm. pretty much anywhere. I okay. like when I touch him there. Okay. That's my favorite he's spot on him. Me, he's drawing me to this particular right here. Yeah. Okay? The behind the, yeah, that okay. little soft, that's my favorite spot okay, on him. Okay. So, <laughs> but I think he's acknowledging as well that he enjoys, he enjoys it when you touch him. I think he very much loves that human affection. Okay. He's kind of like, a human. I mean, he he's technically a dog, but he's really kind of like mm-hmm. a human. Okay. Um, and he's always trying to please your husband, I feel like. So he has a big <laughs> thing of wanting to please your husband, right? I'm wanting to make him proud, I think, in a way. So it is very, very much like you're having a child, you know, or as much w- what most people would experience as having a kid. That's kind of what it's like having him, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, he he is your kid. Um, he's a little finicky, I feel like, with his appetite. <laughs> All right? So mm-hmm. he can be a little bit of a diva when it comes to the menu. Okay? Um, and I just feel like one of the things, too, is he's giving me a sense of enjoying the run so i feel like maybe i'm not sure if you're taking him to a park or a place where he can open and run because he he likes the feeling of open and running open and running you know (laughs) um and he thinks he's much more of a superman than he is okay (laughs) yeah all right um but he's funny because I think he starts out as a superman but then he runs off he's scaredy cat so he's a little bit of this like (laughs) I got this. I got this. Okay, I'm good. I'll see you guys later. You know, so it's a little bit of, yeah, that's what happens to him. Um, Are you sure you're not following me on Instagram and reading all this? Oh, God, no. Why? Does it, <laughs> a lot. Of, really? I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. He, uh, oh, that's so great. I got to tell you, I think that's become my biggest compliment lately. <laughs> you know, when, when someone sits across from you and they say, did you Google me? Yeah. Did you Google like, anything about Comet or me? No, I know nothing. All I did was um, send some tweets last night. Right. But I, oh my gosh, I have not had time to look at anything. So now <laughs> I'm going to though. Yeah. After we're done, I'm totally going to yeah, look he is a, and see. He is a runner, but he's also, oh. he gets afraid of his own farts. Like oh my he, gosh. And trucks and uh, okay. something bangs. He, He's real skittish, but yet is okay. this barrel-chested, brave little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he puts he, it out that's there. That's spot on. But wow, I gotta, I gotta look that up. That's awesome. <laughs> that's real. I mean, I kind of don't have to because I already got it. Right, but it's right. kind of neat. It's yeah, kind of cool. You don't need Instagram. Nah, I don't need no Google. <laughs> that's right. No. <laughs> um, it's just the energy that he carries around with him, though. So it's just kind of opening up and talking to him and um, seeing what he likes. I, I do feel like he likes being important or feeling important. <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. Um, 
and I will just say again, I he wants to reiterate. He I really feel he loves to be of service. He can mm-hmm. kind of feel if someone's not feeling happy, and I think he gravitates towards them or kind of does a little affectionate thing just to say I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Um. He would be great with older people and even children. So it's really, he kind of has that full spectrum of what he would do well with, okay? okay. Um, and I really feel like he would become a staple at a, ho- I just keep feeling hospital. Okay. So I think he would become a staple at a hospital. We've talked about doing that. You really. Um, we just didn't know if he's disciplined enough to <laughs> do the things that, I mean, he's a good dog, but to be, you have to be really good if you can do, if you're gonna do that i feel like he would step up though i don't know i want you to consider it okay. because i feel like he he it would definitely make him feel good to try okay and make him feel um he just wants to put it out there <laughs> okay all right okay um and it's interesting one one thing i will say about the ant if i may kind yeah, of go back to please. the ant is that um it's interesting because although it's your husband's aunt, there's a very motherly feeling around her. So I feel like she either took him under her wing or was very uh, brought him close to her. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like there's a sense of she was always a really giving person, I feel like, or very open and um, always trying to help people. I keep kind of because she keeps giving me the idea of this charity, charity, charity. OK, give, give, give. Don't forget to give and give right. love too. all right. And um, and I almost feel like there is a sense. I'm just sorry. I'm just do you mind if I no, keep going? Of course okay. not. There's a sense of um, I, I feel like there's a sense of cancer is what I want to say. So um cancer or illness with, with her i don't know if or it's her or just somewhere along the family line because mm. she's not saying that that's how she's crossed but i keep feeling like uh do you have any connection to someone in your family with cancer or his family it, just because she's giving it to me um not re- i mean not, not that you know of no not that i know of his his dad had colon cancer but is fully recovered okay. years ago that's okay it doesn't uh, okay you know, and i'm not saying that they're crossed over from it but she's just bringing it forward so mm. she would have been connected to his father that's her brother uh-huh. see i see that's exactly so she's just letting she's just bringing it forward to um to kind of lend love and support and to say you know i almost feel like she's always around them always mm. trying to um show up I think, you know, and even show up like when they get together and I don't really feel like they all get together too often. So right. I feel like when they get together, she's kind of like, Ooh, I'm going to be here. <laughs> I'm going to hang out. Okay. 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 And it's kind of like, I almost feel like she would kick back and just enjoy conversation. So just kind of kick back and enjoy conversation. Okay. So some of this you may have to validate. With yeah, your some husband, of it I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. But that's okay. You just, but, you know, I just kind of want to pass it along. Yeah. Just, it's important to let them know that um, she's okay and she's doing well. I mean, you, we both. He has said that he thinks that she helped bring comment to us, and he does not believe in that stuff. So that's uh, extra interesting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's interesting of all people, it's her. But that's uh-huh. okay. Um, it is what it is, yeah. you know, and um, I feel like, I don't know, I guess I feel like regardless of w- whether or not he's a believer in it or not necessarily, 
you know, there's a sense that he will have to be at least reassured knowing she's okay. I mean, who doesn't want to, I don't, I've had the worst skeptics in the world and it's like, when you give the message, there's a piece of him that goes, okay. Yeah. You know, so let him take what he can take and it's okay what he doesn't. Right. All right. Okay. Um, and that's that's it. Uh, something about comment. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, he's a big bath person. All right. <laughs> he is or isn't. Uh, I'm not really sure. I just heard the word bath, so <laughs> I can't quite tell if he enjoys the bath or doesn't enjoy the bath. <laughs> but I see a bathtub. So well, he uh, does need a bath. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he also hates baths. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I just don't know which that falls under. Okay. I well, he's just saying. He's just giving me the word and saying it. So um, maybe he tries to skirt out of it as much <laughs> as he can, you know? Yeah, maybe he'll let me give him one tonight. I don't think so. I think <laughs> no. he needs a day off, he says. Okay, okay. He says, yeah, he's sure, like, of course. Look how good I'm being. Of I course at least he's deserve say a night that. off. He hates that. water. <laughs> he says, I at least deserve a night off, okay? <laughs> and um, yeah, so I'll leave you with that unless you have any questions around I, I kind of do have a question. Okay, I ahead. don't know if this is something you do or not but um we're really curious what his and again i don't know if you know this but what his life was like before he came into our life oh okay because he's such a specific interesting kind of dog that yeah. we're both like what kind of life did you have who ha you know yeah <laughs> where did this dog come from sort okay of you know it's interesting i i feel like he had um an older person as his original parent, okay? And I feel like... Um, what is that noise? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I know I said I wouldn't interrupt the reading, but just to clarify for those of you who weren't there, which is all of you, there's a really weird, creepy sound outside of Colby's window, and it really freaked us out. Or at least it freaked me and Sammy out. I don't know. Maybe someone saw an outside. I don't know. I mean, please, God, I thought tell first me I, somebody is sawing outside. At first, I thought it was <laughs> Comet pants, and I was like, he doesn't pants very often. Boy, he's. And then I realized he he's <laughs> looking at the noise too. God, what the hell? And then I'm looking at the noise. Can I? I don't know. I'm gonna let's just assume someone's sawing. Sure, um, sure. And let's assume it's or not we just Jason. tapped into something we were not supposed to. Yeah, I don't think so. It's, it's okay. usually pretty good space. Okay. That would be there would be some other things that would happen, but nothing like I can't like the lights that are flashing now. No, they're it's okay. not happening. Not, not so much. It's not um, happening. Okay, but there has been weird things where I'll be talking and like a bird will show up right at the ledge, and Ooh. there's really not even a ledge there. And then I'd be like, wow, that's really weird. Look at the bird at the ledge. And then the second bird would fly around the other side. And you're like, okay, that's creepy. Ew. But it's not creepy. It's actually just positive signs from spirit. But you just go, that, that's oh weird. God, you see that? <laughs> so, Sammy, do you need a hug? No. Okay. Are you okay. freaking out, Sam? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Listen, here's the one thing you got to know. There's just no negative energy in this place or no negative energy would come in. It's only positive love and light. So seriously, got to promise. And I promise no one's going to go home with you. I keep them all safe and sound <laughs> with me, okay? <laughs> I do not send them as a parting <laughs> gift. I promise. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Don't worry about Fred. He's harmless. I promise. <laughs> wink, wink. Um... So anyhow, I feel like Comet had an older, an older, uh, belonged to someone who was older, um, belonged to someone who, uh, I don't know. I almost feel like that person was very, see, Comet to me feels like a very smart intellectual kind of a dog. <laughs> so very much like, 
Um, almost as if, I don't know if that owner would actually read the comment, but really weird stuff, okay? <laughs> you know? Sure. Um, and I almost see comment as kind of like a Sherlock Holmes. So kind of like always, like remember when I very first said investigating or, yeah. you know, but there's always that sense of knowing something more, knowing something more, okay? Yeah. And that just has a lot to do with his spirit, um, his soul, but you know, having the parent before you really kind of helped. I don't really feel though. Um, I, I just feel like the skittishness isn't necessarily part of him. I almost feel like he, he may have gotten frightened when he was younger or got into something, you know, either a car, or, you know, something where it, it, Right. And so that to me just triggers it's like doggy ptsd kind of like that yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay yeah but i you know he feels doing good i think he feels pretty pretty balanced cool. good. okay good mm -hmm. he loves his mission though he's a mission dog okay he's definitely a think of that like kind of know that that's good to know yeah um yeah we think he was owned by an old lady too Oh really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. validating. That actually. I'm very... just validating you. Yeah, we mm -hmm. did. We both think that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Can I be 100 percent honest? Yeah. This is the first time, other than the show last night, that yeah. I've ever talked to a medium okay. or a psychic at all. Wow. Cool. So I don't. How'd I do? You did fine. <laughs> you did all right. I okay. mean, you know, it. It. Uh, you feel on you haven't been on my end in a while, so know that like you feel on the spot. I was yeah, kind of nervous today. I think it's a little tough because uh, especially people who have never done it, mm -hmm. they don't quite know what to expect, and they're not really quite sure what they can say or what they shouldn't say. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's some people get what's called psychic amnesia, right? Because you are you do feel a little pressured or a little like, oh my god, I can't think of I can't think of the name. I. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and it's just like you'll get out of here and you're like, oh, my goodness. Or you'll listen back and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that. That's so right. So what you can always do is later on, especially if you have, you know, as you continue on more episodes, you can be like, oh, my gosh, I remember this and that happened. Right. Or that was right. Or I got to. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah, you did. All right. You did. You okay. did fine. You all did right. Just good. Fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. You did good too, comment. Oh, good yeah. Job, he did good. Hi, Buster. He did good. Um. Well, yeah, because so here's my question. You said you you've um, my only question. One of my questions. You said that you have had you've worked with a lot of skeptics. That has to be part of the job. Yeah. What do you like? How do I want to ask this? What do you do when people are don't believe it or really skeptical? Well, I gotta because I'm still on the fence a hundred percent of what I believe. Yeah. But I come from like my mom mm -hmm. feels like she's very intuitive and. But I grew up in a different way, so I still get torn. On yeah, what I, I think it's a matter of, I mean, you know, I, I've just come across skeptics only because of, you know, different shows and stuff. But I don't know. I'm a little bit, a lot of mediums love the idea of proving the skeptic wrong or making the skeptic a believer. Mm -hmm. I actually don't care. My mm. job is not about the skeptic. My job is to help people. My job is to heal to do my part and the people who connect with me are meant to hear something and that's my job so I do my job I do it to the best of my ability and if someone walks away with something that makes me feel really good and if they don't that's okay that's that's on them that's not on me mm. you know that's their responsibility but 
the idea i mean listen i I, i've heard enough psychics and mediums i would second guess this work too sometimes so it's um can you tell if you hear another medium what's the difference Sorry, two yeah. questions. What's the difference between a psychic and a medium? The difference between a psychic and a medium. A medium is someone who connects to um, life that is crossed over. So a soul that's crossed over. Okay. So someone was in this physical realm. They're, they're now passed away. A medium will connect with that person. Okay. A psychic is someone who connects to your soul. And I may tell you about your past, your present, and your future, but it's my soul connecting to your soul. So those are kind of the differences. Okay. So every medium is psychic, but not every psychic is a medium because a medium runs at a higher vibration. So some mediums can reach, but not every psychic can get. So that's why some mediums, um, you know... A psychic can kind of connect to a loved one who's crossed over psychically because I can kind of tap in you and say, oh, these are dead people around her. But a medium will con connect to that spirit or okay. connect to the afterlife. Okay. What is there a big difference of connecting to animals versus humans or is it exactly the same? It is. Um, it, it's kind of exactly the same in a way because a soul is a soul. I feel like a soul is just an energy. It's just a matter of how that energy chose to uh, be in the physical world. Did that soul choose to be an animal or did that choose to be a human? Um, but at the same time, sometimes it's easier or uh, there's more details around a human that's crossed over. But that's only because maybe more experience or maybe it's more in my, you know, spirit will work with my dictionary, my information. Right. And so if I don't know every, I, I know colors of hair. I know colors <laughs> of eyes. I know human characteristics and personalities. I know human names a lot. Um, whereas animals, I'm not going to know every breed. I'm not going to know every, right. um, you know, and, and because the difference is with humans, Humans kind of will say something about that. It's easier for people to validate with their pet. They don't even know what their pet is right, thinking, right? right? So it's sometimes hard to validate. But that's it. But as far as me connecting, that when I have that connection, that connection is, is kind of the same. It's very interesting. Hmm. It's kind of a. It's. It, I I just love animals. I'm not like gosh, I love animals. Hmm. So, um, they have just such a pure spirit about them. They, gosh, they really do. And it's such a beautiful light. It's kind of like the light of a child. Do you think all dogs go to heaven? I, I think all all spirits, all souls go to heaven. You do? I do. Yeah, I really do. So what did, what did you, how did you grow up? What was your... You know, I'll tell you, it could have been a little more, um, it could have been a little more helpful. <laughs> it it could have been a little like... You know, I'll tell you a really quick story. It's, so when I, my mom has always been afraid. My mom is the biggest scared of cat. I love it. Oh, and now and now my mom will go, oh, yeah, I'm intuitive. Oh, okay, mom. Now you are. Now you are, okay, right. Yeah, now that I came out of the closet, you are. That's awesome, mom. Um, but as a kid, my mom was the biggest scared of cat. But what was really interesting, you know, I remember that I have such a specific memory of my grandfather. And my mom had put us to bed, me and my sister, and we shared a room. And uh, my grandfather started talking to me and told me to get out of bed and go tell my mom what he said. And my mom had a friend over, and I get out of bed. And and my mom looks at me like I just grew a third eyeball and says, what you Wait, just and your say? your grandfather was not alive. 
Well, hang on to the story. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't jump ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me talk. Okay. And so <laughs> I get out of bed. I go tell my mom. And she's like, what did you just say? So I repeated. And I mean, I can really remember. She just, she just kind of had this tear kind of coming down the side of her eye. It's just a tear. And, and I just remember thinking, gosh, I wonder why I made mommy sad. And that was kind of it. I found out later he had passed away a week before that. But I was only four, so my family didn't tell me. Like, I didn't even go to his uh, funeral. Like, they, my family wasn't big on letting kids know. They thought they're kind of that protective. Yeah. So it was really validating because I, we can all say, oh, I connected to with someone. But, man, I got a living person that valid, that proved that I had to go and tell that. So they know this story. They know for a fact I went and told them that. So that, to me, was what was hmm. fascinating. And then just kind of growing up, um, you know, just the little stories. My mom would, my mom and my sister are very validating now. They'll be like, oh, I remember when you were at the dinner table and you would say things and then they would happen. But as I was growing up, I didn't think it was special. I didn't realize I was different. I thought everybody was like it. Um, so I never shut it down. You know, you get some people, you get a lot of psychics or mediums and you'll hear where they shut it down for many years. I never did. I never shut it down. It's always been with me. Hmm. It just wasn't until, gosh, about seven years ago that I realized, um, oh, wait, not, oh, not everybody does right. this. So that, that was it. And then you, like, when you go, because you are certified and you've gone mm -hmm. to school. So how close to Hogwarts is psychic school? <laughs> it's, um... Uh, and Hogwarts is Harry Potter, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my attempt at a psychic um, joke. <laughs> no, no, it's actually, I mean, my teacher used to joke around about calling it Hogwarts, so it's It totally doesn't feel mystical, or does it feel like cosmetology school, you're just getting through your hours? It feels very nerve-wracking. It feels, you know, I've gone to, you know, I have a degree from a traditional university, University of Florida, so I have a regular degree, so I know what college okay. life is like. <laughs> Um, I know what exams are like and finals are like. This, it, it's still very, it was actually very stressful. I'm going to be honest because you, you're, especially my teacher, uh, Lisa Williams, who's one of the world-renowned mediums, and uh, she's she's a tough teacher because she would sit there and blindfold you, put someone in front of you, and you had to connect to someone for them in the spirit world and give details and that person, I mean, you wouldn't, sometimes you wouldn't get any validation. Sometimes you would get validation. I mean, it was. How do you get graded? And you do, though. You get graded by uh, people write, um, what's that called? Not a review, but people do a, a card. And so, you you know, we do it, people do it for each other. And then you're actually given two blind readings, two test readings for each certification I have. So they're public. So it's someone from the public. They come in. They sit down. I've never met this oh, person. Oh, just a random person. Well, she has them set up. Sure. Right? But yeah, it's I've hmm. never met the person. I don't know them. I don't have a chance to talk to them prior. They're literally in a chair. You sit down and they go, go. And then that person has to review you at the end. But what if they have this amnesia or what if they, the psychic amnesia that you talked about, or what if the spirit just doesn't want to talk to you that day? Can you just flunk? Is that it? Well, there are people who definitely don't pass. It's not like you're guaranteed passing. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people who don't pass. 
Hmm. And then there's other people who go on to become master teachers, which I'm one of the master teachers. Right. So it's, and that's six months of grueling. Yeah. So, um, th- you know, it's not even just that. There's, um, I'm part of Best American Psychics, which is also done on test readings. And those are over the phone. So again, not someone I've ever met. And they have reviews. So I think the hardest part is, right, because y- you have this and you already think you're crazy, right? I, I don't think I'm normal. I'm pretty <laughs> right. batshit. Excuse my language, but I'm pretty crazy. Can- <laughs> and, um, and now I got to prove to someone else how crazy I am. I'm so crazy. Right. I'm going to surprise them. And so that is, it can be intimidating or a lot of pressure. But what I do is I just stop. And I work from my heart. I always just stop and go, wait, you know, just work, just connect from the heart. And it, it hasn't led me astray yet. <laughs> astray, get it. <laughs> get it. There we go. Another one. Um, do you ever, uh, can you tell if another psychic is bullshit? Because not everyone that says they're a medium or psychic obviously is. Yeah. Can you tell when someone's bullshitting? Well, I just feel like it's like any industry, right? Some doctors are better than others. Some accountants are better than others. It, it really is no different than any other industry. Um, some people, I feel, work more authentically and genuinely than others. I also feel, though, some people really have good intentions, really want to work, um, but they may not be connecting as uh, mediumistically as they feel they are. But you know what? Uh, at the end of the day... You know, I try not to focus on how other people work. I really focus on how I work and um, and honor that. So I don't want to. It is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have one more question, and then I have a um, five dog questions for you. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Um. So, oh gosh, what was my other question? I don't know. You should Should I know? You should know. Sorry about that. Dang it. All right, I can't remember it now. So it's not. Oh, that was what it was. Do you think that people can be taught? Or do you either have yeah. the gift or you don't? No, no. I Okay. I first, I, I actually feel like everybody is intuitive. I do. I feel like everybody has a sense of intuitiveness. I feel like people who are open can sharpen it. They can kind of get become better. But it's, again, not everybody's a Michael Jordan. So not everyone is going to be a superstar at it. Not everyone is going to knock it out of the ballpark, Right. But everybody can develop and everybody can work on it. And I actually feel, let me just, you know, I really feel that people should because it can help them in their day-to-day decisions or just in, they wouldn't be so um, torn over life decisions if Mm -hmm. they would just fall back on their intuition and that gut feeling a bit. Yeah. And just again, real quick, I was at right by the uh, tail waggers. There's a place called the Oaks. And I was there with my friend who's also the medium and it was weird. There was a guy kind of came around the corner and he came up and I saw his eye. I saw him looking at our table and all of a sudden I just felt something's not right. But I tried to rationalize because I'm a human being and he moved around and I still didn't feel right. He actually started to move closer to the point where I grabbed my purse and brought it into my lap. And then I heard, nope, that's not enough. And so I literally cut my friend off mid-sentence and said, okay, are you ready to go? And all I had to do was look at her because she knows. She knows, right. And she looked at me and she goes, everything okay? I said, let's go. And she goes, okay. And we get up and we walked right past and um, 
And she asked, and I said it was the guy. She goes, oh, she goes, I wasn't even paying attention. Thanks for doing that. Well, sure enough, as we pulled out, we saw that that guy kind of started to follow us into the parking lot. So there's something to that. Now, just as anybody, that could help anybody. That's not yeah. me tapping in. That's not me. That's just me listening to my gut. Yeah. And anybody who does that, I just feel like how many times have you turned a corner? You kind of know, oh, I shouldn't make a right turn here. And you make a right turn. And, and then there's construction or a rope. And you go, oh. I knew it. Yeah. So it's just, We've even, all done that where you're like, yeah, I knew better. Uh, what was I doing? I should have listened yeah, to my gut. And, and I so said that. Yeah. I feel like people can kind of definitely study and train even to just tap into that a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. I have, okay. uh, sorry, four dog questions. Four dog questions? Four dog questions. You okay. have to answer these rapid fire. So oh no thinking too hard. No thinking. Okay. okay. Are they uh, easy? Uh, I mean... It's not as hard as psychic school. I can say that. Okay. Much. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. Question number one: What's your favorite breed of dog and Husky. why? Yeah. <laughs> and why? I know the answer, but you know what? Because they are so challenging. I mean, I had two huskies, but they're so independent thinking. They will literally give you a run for your money. They will outsmart and outthink you. <laughs> I mean, my huskies could turn door door handles oh, literally, wow. or and I had the. I had the barricade. I mean, I have a picture of one of my dogs on top of those trash cans getting ready to jump over a privacy fence. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I didn't really? know they were that smart. They are really, really smart dogs. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, what's your favorite dog name? Kendall. Poor Dakota. I do love Dakota. You just surprised yourself. I did. Well, you know, because I tend to pick Kendall and I don't mean to. It's just Kendall, I think, just is a, a guiding more. So Okay. All right. What is your favorite dog movie? I can tell you, I don't have a favorite dog movie, but I can tell you the one I hated the most. <laughs> I'll take that. How's that? Uh, Eight Below. I hated the movie. Hated I, it. I don't think hated I know that it. one. Hated it. Hated it. I mean, and I can't believe so many Husky lovers rallied around this movie. It really upsets me because, it, you know, he leaves these dogs. You could kill me. I am not leaving a dog behind. What's the movie? It's a... It's, uh, well, with... Oh, my gosh. You want to hear a crazy story okay, around it? Okay, sure. Um, it, it is with Can the, I stop my dog from licking your concrete real quick? You know, he's he's just, he likes the coolness. You sure? He's not going to hurt him. He's not going to get, I mean, what are you going to do? Listen, okay. he eats poop. I mean, right. when he's he does not eat poop. <laughs> I would like to say he's a gentleman and yeah, I do yeah. not appreciate you, you just saying may not, otherwise. He may not, you may not see him, but you know. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So Paul Walker was oh, okay. in that movie. Okay. And um, Jason Biggs. Okay. And I had a poster in my apartment of Eight Below with a signature from Jason Biggs. Jason signed it to Kendall and Dakota. And um, and one of the dogs looked just like Kendall. Well, let me tell you what's really interesting is um, and my best friend was visiting me. And about a week prior to Paul Walker's crossing, I said to my best, and I'd had this poster for it since the movie came out. And I only did it because it, Jason, but I said to my best friend, you know, I think I can take the poster down now. And she says, why? I says, I don't know. I think I can take the poster down now. And it was like less than a week later and, and Paul Walker crossed over. Wow. And so it was crazy. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Last question. Mm -hmm. What attribute of yours is the most dog-like? Uh, my fight. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my, my instinct to fight. Right. Yeah. I, I got that, that dog fight frisky. in me. 
I'm frisky. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you again so much for oh, inviting yeah. no, us this here. Was actually this awesome. was really fun. Well, did you guys have fun? I had a great time. I mean, this I, was really fun. I really cannot wait for um, both Corey and his family to hear this. I'm, I'll let you know what they say. Okay. Or you can tell me what they're going to say. No, you know <laughs> what? Kidding. It's it's fine. It's like, let I, you know, I think it's... um. You know how it is. Only things are only as good as open as people can be. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it is that is what it is. But I, I from my heart, I hope they get something out of it. Yeah, agree. Okay, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Hello. Hello. These are my in-laws, Marsha and Larry Rittmaster. My husband, Corey, and I, we called them up so I could find out and get their thoughts on the reading and, and see if they could validate what Colby said. What we're going to try um, in just a moment is have you hit play on that um, recording. I'm not sure how I know to pause it, if I know how to pause it, but we'll figure it out, I guess. Okay. Are you opening it up in iTunes? Um, it did open in iTunes, and it started, and I just had to shut everything down. So <laughs> You should be able to use your same iTunes controls. Is there like a little play button and a pause button? And a... On iTunes, let me see. Can you tell we're computer challenged? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, you all have parents. As you can guess, this goes on for a while. But finally, we figured it out, and the three of them listened back to comments reading. Do do. Jews believe in psychics? I, I don't think that there's. I don't think there's response written on that. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I don't know why not. Okay. I, you know. I absolutely do not believe in psychics. I'm not surprised you, about that. Um, I don't think it's against anything Jewish. Um, I'm sometimes when I hear them, I think I'm always trying to figure out where they got that information, other than just knowing it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And Larry, you do not. I always think there's another way, you know, they Googled it or something. There's got to be know. some trick to it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Is yeah that me too. What, that's how you feel, Corey? <laughs> Usually. And what do you, what were you saying, Larry? What do you think about psychics? I don't think it's kosher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you're ready, if you'd okay, like this, to hit play. This is killing me. Three, two, one, psychic. There's a few things about him. What he's giving me is that there's a sense of him... So some of this you may have to validate. Yeah, some of it I'm not 100% sure. That's okay. But, you know, I just kind of want to pass it along. So, I want to hear your initial thoughts on this. So, do you know, Corey, I don't know if you remember, um, Aunt Marty did Peps for Life with Shaney. She used to take, that was what she did. She went to hospitals with him, with her dog. Really? And so, at nursing homes, that's what she loved to do. Really? It's called Peps for Life. Yeah. I don't. So I, she, I think I knew she did some stuff, but I don't think I knew that much of it. She I took don't know. the dog. Oh, yeah. Wait, and she was really active in the organization too. Um, oh, that's wow. for life. So yeah, that's cool. She did that. So the other thing is when she said that you had a close connection with her, that she was very nurturing. Um, when Matt was born, um, and I had three little ones, she used to come to the house every day. She'd take Aaron to preschool bring him home and stay for the afternoon and help take care of you guys for months and months and months. Right. So she did have an extra close relationship with you. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely do remember that. Yeah. There were a couple things that stood out to me that just made me kind of go, huh. There was that, just the, the fact that, um, that she brought up a relative who was, motherly she thought saw grandma but 
I mean, you know, I get it. That's kind of yeah. close. And then totally unrelated to Aunt Marty, she mentioned something about Comet having being a finicky eater and kind of having being <laughs> a little bit of a diva regarding his appetite. <laughs> and that is absolutely true, which is not typical. Yeah, but don't you think there's lots of dogs? That I don't are know. I feel like eaters. that's I feel like that's atypical of dogs. I feel like most dogs oh, okay. I see oh, you set a so. you set a bowl of food down and they put their face in and they <laughs> eat it. And this one uh, maybe will, so. This one will just sort of dilly-dally around his food. You call him a diva a lot. And you have said, I've heard you say that you think maybe there's a little Aunt Marty in him, as well as, did anybody... She was also a finicky eater. She was? <laughs> she was a big finicky. You know, a lot of the stuff she said, I thought, well, that's common in all dogs. Yeah, The, the me whole too. thing with Aunt Marty and the hospital, taking the hospital, makes me wonder. Mm, what do you think, Larry? The things that she said, uh, for example, uh, he, he likes to be touched behind the ears. <laughs> you right. know a dog that doesn't? Right. That's exactly my thing. The same thing. If, like she said something about. There are several humans that like it. Right. <laughs> she was like, yeah, he likes to run like when it's open and running. And then Mo was like, yeah, that's right. And then which A is every dog. But then the psychic right. was surprised. It was like, why are you right. so surprised that we're right? That we that we agreed with you. You. Right. You don't. It's like, yeah. okay, come on. But what would she do if you didn't give any kind of confirmation? If I had said nothing about the Aunt Marty, she's got to have something to go off of. Also, is there, we kind of talked about this later, of like a medium versus being intuitive. So could you right. potentially, this may, mostly for Larry and Corey, I think, could you potentially see her being maybe more intuitive, not like I'm telling the future, but breeding into something like maybe there's a spiritual thing to it. Well, he was, the comet was there. I think she's, I think she's picking up on his vibes. That's the point. It's no, no, no. Vibes. Like on his personality of how he's acting and also on of you and how you're reacting. Mo being there in the same place with her at the time of the reading. I think she's picking up on your, Facial expressions, your body language. She's picking up on the dog's body language and stuff like that. Because there was way, t for me, way too much just general stuff and flat wrong stuff. Like when she talked about, you know, was there, was there, was there his, anything about cancer? She brought up cancer and Aunt Marty did not, that was but cancer was not breast, an issue. What'd you say? Aunt Marty had breast cancer and defined her life by that. But she, that's not she would she never died. use the word cure. Oh no. Aunt Marty did yeah, have breast cancer. But, but my was, point is, what family has doesn't have? T show me a family well, that doesn't have cancer. I don't in their, really in their, have that in my family. Really, not really. And if you hadn't responded to her, and she she would have stayed on my grandmother kick. She well, sure she, about that. she said, or an older person. And also, when she said Until the afterwards, yeah, good point. And when she said that, <laughs> and when she said the cancer thing, you're the one, Mo. You brought up. Dad, you didn't say anything about Aunt Marty. I didn't know. Cancer. I don't really know. I didn't know Aunt Marty that well. You didn't but know that about Aunt Marty? I didn't know. I knew she had a dog name. I knew she had a dog she loved and loved dogs. Several. But I didn't, because by the time I came into the family, they didn't live nearby and then we moved so quickly. So I didn't really get to know her. I've never spoken to comment about my cancer. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know to... Uh, give affirmation about Aunt Marty because I did not know that part. Right. Um, what about another pet that she thought was coming through? Either that's, that's Ted. I think that's Ted. I think that's Ted. And you, Corey, have told me that you think there's a little bit of Ted in Corey or in 
Oh, it's so hard to have a dog <laughs> oh, named right. Comet. Oh. <laughs> it's really hard, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Corey and Comet. It's too confusing. You've said that you think there's a little bit of Ted spirit in Comet. Am I wrong? Well, I think my answer to that would be there are very few people who only have one dog and never have another dog. I feel like if you're a dog person, you have dogs. And we've had, since I was a kid, there were one, two, three, three or four dogs. You know what I mean? But you never mention the other dogs. You talk about Ted. I mean, you'll be like, oh, we have this dog named Buffy, but you don't talk about any of the other dogs having the same spirit as Comet. I was, because I was eight. I don't know. I don't remember. All right, you can backtrack now. That's I'm fine. not backtracking. My point is, I'm just saying, To I, there are some things that are a little coincidental, and I think there are some things that are far too easily explained. That's just my personal opinion. I think the thing about Aunt Marty, and now that you said about that she took her dog to hospitals... Yeah, I think that's that, what got me. That part's pretty cool. But she never I, but but the psychic never referred to that part. She she just talked about comet that way. I don't know how it works. Maybe you but don't I see still it. think it was I, I I saw the connection there. I did. Once again, did Common even know Aunt Marty? He did not, but that's the point. They she said that she thinks Aunt Marty sent Comet to us. No, they got Comet after Aunt Marty after Marty died. Right. After Marty died. So how does Common know anything about this? Through I mean, the... She's reading his vibes, right? It's his spirit. It's but, her spirit. Oh, but Comet was already alive. It's not like Comet was born. Comet, no. He was already alive. So, 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 okay. All right. Let me ask you this then. Are you saying that Comet didn't have a spirit until Aunt Marty passed away? No. And then, and then she somehow inhabited him or sent him our way? <laughs> what? What happened to the person who was inhabiting before that? Did she kick out somebody? Like, that's my point. No, it doesn't I make think, any sense. I think, I think, I don't know how it works. I think spirits can use vessels that are on this earth. And Comet is, she has used him for love from time to time. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Yeah. I grew up in church and you didn't, you weren't <laughs> allowed to go to psychics. This is the first time I ever went to a psychic. In the end, let's hear each of your final uh, analysis on this, please. I'll tell I'll go for, I'll tell you right now. I'll go first. I will say if on a scale from 0% belief to a hundred percent belief, I would say after listening to that, I am of 15% belief. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's pretty generous. Oh, <laughs> None of that resonated with you, Larry? Very, very little, if any. Uh, again, I think it's she picked up on things that you said and expanded on them. Um, and I just, I, I, I don't buy this stuff about spirits and, and, and the other side. Uh, I mean, Houdini tried that for a long time and it didn't work. <laughs> But I think there were enough things that at least it makes me wonder. I'm not saying I'm buying totally into it, but at least it makes me wonder. I think there were enough things that were enough connections. And maybe I made that connection with with MRD taking Janie to hospitals. I don't know. I mean, no, it's very but... possible. But at least it made me, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little more than Corey, I, maybe 20%. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I think I'm. I think that part. Oh is... my gosh, this is bizarre. <laughs> Guess who is calling our phone right now? Who? Bob Kramer. 
<gasps> what? What? He has called us in two years. My, my late aunt's uh, husband. Are you serious? <laughs> we all just got you. Oh, we're getting you, but has that now bumped up a little? Hearing on her, you know, on her phone. Wow. Okay. All right, that, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be that. That's kind of creepy. That's really that's weird. That's kind of creepy. Okay. Well, Can we save this for a Halloween episode? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to conclude it like that. And uh, okay. thank you guys so much. That's crazy. That is crazy. Okay. okay. Love you guys. Okay. That is weird. So Uncle Bob is Aunt Marty's husband. Uh, and then they were, you know, married for many years. And after she died, they were... He stayed in touch. My folks stayed in touch with him for a little while. Um, but then kind of, he kind of sort of, you know, it's, my aunt was my dad's sister. He married into the family. So, so he, he wasn't, he's not blood relative. So he kind of has drifted away a little bit and we haven't stayed in real close contact. And then he like met somebody and got married and moved to Colorado and sort of is off and doing his own, doing his own thing. God love him. He's, you know. Uh, he's moving on with his life, but um, it's been two years. It's been several years, and that's weird. She, like mom said, he doesn't. It's not like they're in regular contact. And she used to call him. I don't think he called her much. The fact that he called her while that was happening—that's crazy. That is a little bit weird. So we'll have to find out. We'll have to get an update later on when I talk to mom and find out why he called. If he's just like, "Hey, I just I couldn't <laughs> help myself. I didn't mean to, but I've just <laughs> felt compelled to call you the Rittmasters," or if he's like. Or maybe there was some reason that's easily explainable. Who cares? There doesn't have to be a reason. Maybe there's a very explainable reason. There doesn't have reason. to be. Spirit is the reason. All right. Well, the uh, spirits have moved me to pet my dog. <laughs> well, there you go. The one where Comet gets his paw red. I don't know, man. I'm not 100% sure I still believe in all this stuff, but there were definitely some interesting connections that I can't ignore. I still can't believe that Uncle Bob called at the end there. That was so weird. Oh, Colby's going to love hearing that part. Anyways, don't forget to check us out at twogirlsonepupshow.com for info on the next live event. Follow us online. Follow us on social media. Blah, blah, blah. You can find out more about Colby Rebel Psychic and maybe even schedule your own reading at psychicrebel.com. And for those of you who still aren't believers, as Colby says, I actually don't care. My job is not about the skeptic. My job is to help people. My job is to heal, to do my part. And the people who connect with me are meant to hear something. And that's my job. So I do my job. I do it to the best of my ability. And if someone walks away with something, that makes me feel really good. And if they don't, that's okay. That's that's on them. That's not on me. The Two Girls, One Pup Pupcast is produced by myself and Sammy Junio and is part of the Hello Lion Face Podcast Network. Additional contributions and Googling by Corey Rittmaster. Our theme music was created by Matthew Lauren Cohen. The Two Girls, One Pup logo was designed by Lindsay McRae and the Pupcast logo was redesigned by Heather Hanford. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, share, review, shout it from the rooftops, howl at the moon, tell people about us. Thanks! Sit, Comet, sit. I said sit. Ugh, don't embarrass me, dog. Um, you're, you're older, folks. <laughs> I'm looking to see if it's still downloaded there. Or just oh, try double-clicking on it again from wherever you had it.
Basically, the the little top window. That's Gershwin, you don't want to hear Gershwin. Okay, so I'm going to go back to you. I Sammy know. does. She got excited. We all do you like, like Gershwin? Who, who doesn't like Gershwin? Okay, let me just do this. So wait to play it though. But when the time comes, okay, all you, well, there should be a pause button and a play button is all. Okay, I know what I have to do. I have to go to my download. It is playing Gershwin. <laughs> Gershwin. <laughs> Are you hearing strike up the band? Okay, let me stop that. How do I stop that? It's not Gershwin, is it? Strike up the band. It says it is. Okay. How do I stop it? Clear? No? 